Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I'm Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. If you're new to the show, we thank you for being here and encourage you to explore all that we offer the Spiritual Insights community. In addition to producing these segments, I am an energetic healer and channel for Jesus. I'm joined by my special guest, co-host Amy Verhagen of Blazing Heart Tarot. Amy has been working with the tarot since 2003 and with Mother Mary since 2009. Mother encouraged Amy to offer the tarot in service to others, stating that she would be working through Amy in her interpretations. Before each reading, Amy opens herself to the guidance of Mother Mary, but also Yeshua, to bring forth whatever is needed to facilitate transformation for the client. Through gentle and transformative tarot sessions, Amy lovingly guides you back to clarity and confidence so that your light can shine brightly and bless the world. To book either a live or email reading with Amy, you can contact her at hello at blazinghearttarot.com. To connect and interact, join her Facebook page, Blazing Heart Tarot, where you'll access a free monthly group guidance reading, which is performed on the new moon. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community, review the archives of channel transmissions from members of the divine, and learn more about my energetic healing work, during which... Yeshua, Mother Mary, and a host of other supreme beings, ascended masters, and archangels are present. Well, I'm excited to get started, so let's get to the insights that are coming through Amy. Hello, Amy. Welcome back. Hi, Charlotte. Thank you. It's great to be here. Awesome. So today you received the topic of what for our beloved listeners? Oh, beautiful topic of simplicity simplicity oh my god yes this is great such uh such a relaxing thing to even think about it is a relaxing thing i like the way you say that Mm. but what's interesting is uh just recently had a bit of an epiphany and a a very huge shift Mm. and what came to me was make it easier Mm. make it easier make it simple yeah so, you know, that this is the topic is perfect. Yeah, well, I've been going through something very similar. Actually, you know, I've taken a bit of time out recently. And what I'm finding is that as I'm stepping back from uh, busyness, I guess, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm suddenly looking at things and thinking, why am I making this so complicated? Mm-hmm. Why am I expecting these things of myself? It's not really reasonable to expect things to be working out in this way. And so this idea of kind of doing it in a simple way, because that makes sense, is, is really coming to the fore. And in the new moon reading this month as well, um, just a, a few days ago, that topic came through as well of how we can make things unnecessarily complicated, just through the, the sort of the structure of our minds, just the way that we have evolved to kind of interact with the world, particularly when we get stressed, we create these complicated situations that don't exist. And there was a big invitation in the new moon reading to just hand that over 
Mm. To, to kind of surrender the whole thing, really. And the big takeaway for me from that whole reading was, I'm willing for this to be simple. That's, that's my new mantra. Every situation that I'm in, I think, you know what? I'm willing for this to be simple. It's not that I need to figure out how to make it simple. I'm just willing, just willing. I'm willing for this relationship to be simple. I'm willing for this business to be simple. I'm just everything. And it's I love such it. a beautiful feeling. I love it. And that's where I am yeah. now because um, in my situation, you know, with all that I'm trying to do, I all I noticed is my increased level of frustration. Yeah. And if you're frustrated like that, something's not working. Mm, exactly, and I, exactly. And I kept saying, "Where's the ease? I want yeah. ease. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to learn through frustration or, or um, angst. You know, yeah. and um, so I needed a way to find a way to scale back. Um, mm. But I also noticed that there were intermittent periods of boredom, which I also see as a red flag, where okay. something's not fulfilling. It's not feeding the fire. Mm-hmm. So something something about the way you're doing things or running things might be overdone, or maybe you just need a fresh approach. Oh, that's interesting. So for me, the red flags are frustration and boredom. There's mm-hmm. got to be a better way, an easier mm-hmm. way, a faster way. But for, for me, it was, where's the fulfillment? Yeah. I don't feel fulfilled. I just feel mm-hmm. frustrated and bored yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's one thing that Mother Mary shared on the show uh, in the past year, and she said that the human brain isn't designed to multitask. Mm. And I was a bit surprised by the statement because in my 20s anyway, you know, 30 years ago, I could do 10 things at once. And I've, I felt very proud of this, you know. Mm. As time went by and as I got older, yeah, I don't have the energy for that. And eventually mm-hmm. I just lost interest in doing so many <laughs> things at once simply because I could. And mm-hmm. so one thing at a time is also yeah. part of the mantra. You know, I'm willing mm-hmm. to, to let this be simple. But one thing at a time is what she says is what works. That's what's going to give you the fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So for me, the goal is fulfillment and then completion. Because if, if anyone else is like me and you're doing too many things at once, something falls mm. off and it's hard to to revive it. Mm. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. I really like, you know, it's almost as if, and I read this somewhere that it happens with people, especially uh, whatever I was reading was astrological. My work ethic changed mm-hmm. where I was very much a taskmaster on myself. Mm. I started to loosen a bit. I started to lighten up a bit. Mm. And, you know, I wanted more fulfillment rather than an egotistical trophy, I'll say, for look yeah, what I did. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. It's yes, so it's not about trophy. what's happening on the surface, but how it feels underneath the surface. So on and, the surface, you might achieve a thousand things, but if you don't feel any meaning or any joy from them, then... Kind of what's the point and and you said yeah. the magic word the busyness mm. and and i would get so busy and i like to be busy but mm. when you reach a point of overwhelm mm. you, have to, you have to pull the brake and yeah for me that that type of busyness the extreme type of busyness for mm. me is nothing more than a frantic disbursement of energy mm. so you're not concentrating the energy into one simple goal mm. you're spreading too thin you're spreading yourself too thin and you're going to get tired, fatigued. And mm. for me, sometimes I just lose interest. I'm like, I can't. So I pull back. Anyway, so simplicity. Yeah. We want to know what the divine would like us to know about how to embrace it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll run through the, the cards that we've laid out here. So there are four of them. On the top left, we have the seven of wands answering the question of how simplicity benefits us in our lives. Then the top center, why do we resist? Why do we resist simplicity? And the card that's come up to answer that question is the high priestess reversed. On the top right, we have the three of wands. And that is 
addressing the question of how we can move towards simplicity, how we can okay. access it more. And then the fourth card is underneath the other three. And this was just kind of an invitation or an opening for, for the divine to say more. It felt like there was something more that they wanted to say. So this card is just kind of open. And it's the, the moon. The moon reversed is the card that's come up in this position. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So, shall we dive into the interpretation? Absolutely. Let's dive yeah. in. Okay. So let's begin on the top left with the first card that we drew, the seven of wands reversed. And this is the benefit of simplicity the benefit of embracing simplicity in our lives and i mean these are actually all very simple answers <laughs> the cards are saying very simple things and this one is saying there's just less struggle there's just less struggle like this person in the card for anybody Absolutely. who who is aware of what the card looks like or can access a picture of it and we see this guy uh, when the card is upright, of course, it's reversed because we're talking about letting go of that struggle. But in the, the right. image, he's fighting. He's fighting. And to be honest, he doesn't even really know what he's fighting. He's got this big stick in his hands and there's all these other big sticks that are coming up towards him. But we don't even see where they're coming from. No, we don't. Are they friendly? Are they hostile? Are they actually just stuck in the ground and nobody is holding them at all? And there's no need to fight them because they, they don't have any movements in them. Like, it's not clear. But something in him wants to experience this or is experiencing this as a struggle. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, I mean, the ones represents the elements of fire. And of course, fire likes a bit of challenge and it likes movement and it likes a little bit of conflict to kind of keep things interesting. So there yeah. is a little part of us that enjoys the challenge. You know, there's the adrenaline, like people do uh, extreme sports for the adrenaline rush because it feels good. And on a more mundane level, being totally. a bit stressed... Mm -hmm. gives us a little bit of that that fight or flight response yeah. which you know there's an enjoyable element to that yeah but, challenging yourself is always you know yeah well just i mean physiologically as well like the feeling of those the, the adrenaline rushing around even if it's sure. just that you're stuck in traffic and you're annoyed there's some little part of us that kind of you know enjoys that experience of being because we indulge it yes mm-hmm yeah yeah okay so i mean there's nothing wrong with that of course in moderation <laughs> something wrong with anything in moderation but it, as a lifestyle it we we become burnt out we become bogged down life loses its joy we lose our feeling of freedom and lightness and ease so when we consciously embrace simplicity when we ask that question what is simple here how can this be simple where is the simplicity in the situation that's stressing me out that burden it just falls away or we're we're um, allowing it to. We're stating our willingness for the complication to just fall away and for clarity to emerge, and that's simply a more peaceful way of being. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, an interesting thing about this card is the fact that he's wearing two different shoes. It's a very unusual kind of aspect of the image. He's wearing a shoe on one foot and a boot on the other foot. I never noticed so, that. Yeah, it's it's really. You don't notice it. I also didn't notice it for a long, long time. And there's this feeling of being two people or of being pulled in two very different directions, which can, of course, arise when we're battling all these imaginary things or when we're kind of in the fray all of the time. It's very hard to feel integrated and whole and to feel ourselves. We feel like we're all these different people rather than this one calm, integrated, censored being that can hmm. feel its guidance, feel its body, feel its intuition, and so forth. So it's it kind of, the complication can be a fragmenting, can have a fragmenting effect, and letting go of that complication and allowing simplicity to replace it allows the fragmentation to settle into a more cohesive experience of life, a more calm relationship with the world and with our experiences well said yes fragmentation is typically our problem because we're mm. not feeling 
whole and centered and grounded. Yeah. Perfect. Upon closer inspection, you know what else I'm noticing? Mm-hmm. Now, you said the wands represent fire, right? Yes. Okay. I never noticed that he was wearing two different mm. shoes. Yeah. And, that, and that's definitely a, a scatteredness or mm. going in two different yeah. directions, which is something that um, can take place in, in one of my healing sessions where the mind, the intellect is going in one direction, the emotions mm. are going in another, giving yeah. you a feeling of scatteredness, fragmentation, yeah. inability to make solid decisions, or afraid to make a decision because you're terrified you'll make the wrong one mm, or you yeah. won't get the outcome that you're envisioning yeah at the bottom of this card so the wands represent fire but mm. if you look at his right foot it seems to be mm. on the edge of a cliff mm. yeah absolutely his, his left foot is on what seems to be a stream of water oh interesting yeah. Behind him, there's a large open space over mm. his head where some of some of the cards, some of the images fill the card. Mm. This image doesn't fill the card. You have a large expanse of sky. So what mm. I'm looking at is fire, earth, water, and air mm. all represented here. Yeah. It's like a grounding of the five senses mm. in the elements and making sure there's balance in the elements mm. of you and of your life. Mm. What do you yeah, think? And that's a really interesting thing to point out, Charlotte, because the when it comes to simplicity, it's always there, and we we don't necessarily perceive it. We may perceive complication, but there is always simplicity underneath. So what you've just described is really interesting because this person in the card is experiencing things in this kind of fragmented, overstimulated, kind of stressful way, and yet all around him is the balance and within him the balance is already there it's not that it has to be created it's just that it has to be perceived and noticed so i love that you brought that up i love and, what you just said because he is actually trying to balance as he holds this defensive position mm, he's in defense mm -hmm. yeah of and right. of what we don't know who's holding the other wands yeah yeah but so it's it's the conflict within i guess when mm. we need to access the balance fascinating yeah and that is a really key point the balance is the simplicity is always there this is i really i think the big even though we haven't been through the other cards yet i think that when it comes to simplicity this is the big takeaway and this really is what comes up again and again in, in the work that i do with people with the tarot we get into and this applies to every one of us equally mm -hmm. we get into this place where we're just not seeing things. As you say, the mind can be pulling us in one direction, the emotions in another direction. We feel pulled in all these different kind of ways and we, we don't know where we are within all of that. And so in the process of the session, we kind of work our way down, 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 down to the center of the situation where things are very, very simple. And we haven't created that simplicity. We've just uncovered it. So when we say, I'm willing for this to be simple, we're saying in essence show me the simplicity that's already here hmm. the simplicity is always already present we don't have to create it we we just need to to perceive it and that's a really key point the simplicity is always there okay hmm. all right this is so, fun i've never i've never looked at these cards quite this way Okay, interesting. Yeah, there's always more to see in the tarot. Yeah. Always more to see. Okay. Um, so, moving on to the high priest just now, who is addressing the issue of why we shy away from simplicity. Mm -hmm. And the high priestess represents, she represents inner stillness, really, inner knowing but also an element of the divine feminine. And I, the, the, this, the feeling that I get here is that actually this is less to do with our personal psychology and more to do with the bigger movement in the world to do with femininity, so the, the goddess, the divine feminine, the human feminine, and the way that that has been rejected or suppressed and huh. 
it, yeah, it's this is this is unexpected actually. So my initial impression when I looked at this card was, okay, this is the inner stillness that we are, um, for whatever reason, not engaging with. But the feeling I'm getting is that the reason that we engage less than is maybe optimum with that inner, very still part of us is that the masculine and feminine have been out of balance in our world for a long, long time. And the masculine, which is more oriented towards doing mm-hmm. and being busy and all the, the kind of more outward stuff mm-hmm. that has taken precedence really over the feminine, which is more of the, the feeling and the knowing and the sensing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, it feels like in a kind of on the global scale, but all, which then becomes the individual scale. The um, the distance from the feminine principle has made life more complicated for us. The the willingness and the desire to feel that very basic simplicity that underlies all of nature and all of ourselves and really all situations doesn't appeal so much to the the masculine as the masculine is manifesting in our world or has been for the last few thousand years so that there's almost a rejection of the idea that things can be simple and i mean if we think about things if we think about the commercial side of the world companies of course not all companies not at all there are many wonderful companies but big corporations profit significantly when people are caught up in complication, when, when we're busy and we're kind of a bit strung out, we don't stop and think and make logical decisions mm-hmm. or feel things in a kind of deep and sensible way. We don't really say, hey, well, well, why should I do this thing to my lips or why should my hair be this way? We just, you know, we're kind of a little bit on the treadmill. And with the way that our, our culture is constructed to promote busyness and promote the outward focus what have other people got what do i what should i have what should yeah. i have achieved by now this very totally. external kind of locus of evaluation mm-hmm. is something that is is really has a strong hold on our society and the um the the kind of opposite attitude in a way which says well what's the hurry what's the hurry what's the rush why do i have to check my email at 9 p.m. Why don't I just, I don't know, read a book? Why don't I, why don't I go for a walk? You know, like this kind of like, why don't I do simple things with my life? Mm-hmm. And disconnect from the outer yeah. rush. It's the rat exactly. race. It's, it, yeah. you know, everybody gets tired of the rat race. Everybody gets tired every now and then, but we don't always heed the warnings that we get from the body yeah. in terms of tiredness, fatigue, or illness. These are all mm. signs that says slow down yeah and even things as simple as irritation irritation Mm -hmm. is a strong sign that we're overstimulated and we need to take a break it might be a 10 second break to take a few deep breaths but you're you're right there are all of these signs saying to us you just need to you just need to step back for a moment here you just need to rest a little bit do something very simple take care of your body take care of your family or your home or but it's that it's just not really encouraged there isn't a big precedent for that there isn't a big teaching that says hey slow down and take care of yourself the teaching is more saying hey speed up and get more done Mm -hmm. look at all these devices look at the internet you can be online 24 7 ah you can be productive all the time but that isn't how we were designed we're very simple creatures physically and psychologically really we're very simple creatures we're animals Mm -hmm. with this developed mind and and the spirit and we weren't designed for the life that our culture has created for us wow and look at how fixated and obsessed people get with their devices yeah and they become hypnotized yeah and they become like zombies yeah i mean i do it myself Oh, do you? you know? Yeah, I've just been thinking just in the last few days, why is it so hard for me to rest? Well, no, I, that's not exactly what I've been thinking, but 
that's something that I've considered a lot over um, a period of years. And I tend to think, oh, it's because, you know, this situation is unresolved and there's this kind of underlying level of stress and it's hard to just really shut down and like paint a picture or do some knitting or, you know, whatever. And I think there, there's an element of that. But, you know, this morning I was thinking about this same question. And I thought, I have my phone, my smartphone near me all the time. And I turn it off in the evening and I turn, you know, I turn it off periodically for an hour or two. But fundamentally, I spend a lot of my time texting. Somebody texts me and I text them back and we get into a chat. Or I text them and they text me back and we get into a chat. And I thought, you know what? It's this multitasking thing. How can you sit down and immerse yourself in painting a picture if half of your, you know, little bit of your brain is like, oh, there's that text or, oh, a text has just come through. I'll just stop. And so it's like this kind of um, just constantly being kind of on alert because the yeah. phone is there. It was quite a, I mean, it doesn't sound like rocket science really, but it was quite a little bit of a revelation to say, actually, if I want to live a simple life, I have to put boundaries in place. I need to turn that phone off at six o'clock for the rest of the evening, mm -hmm. if I'm going to have the kind of evenings that I used to have pre-smartphone, where I would sit down, open a book and yes. read until bedtime and just feel peaceful. Uh huh. And I would feel rested and it wouldn't feel like I was missing out on a million things, or maybe I should be doing this, or maybe I should be doing that. Yeah. I would, because there were no smartphones. That's... I mean, the internet had hardly been invented. Everybody's in that mode of, you know, fear of missing out information overload. for me oh it's I, I i like to say i like to imitate a um, a person on social media his name's randy uh -huh. rainbow and he says you know let my fomo blaze <laughs> i just it's so funny if if you if you look up his videos he's a satirist and he's an uh -huh. entertainer he's just precious <laughs> let my FOMO blaze and I just you know I really tapped into that because um, I was resistant to the idea of cell phones way back in the beginning and mm. I resisted even longer the idea of texting mm. I didn't feel comfortable with the idea that I was instantaneously reachable mm. Yeah, it, it felt Everybody, like a homing device all the time. Yeah, it felt like a homing device. What you doing? Where are you at? Well, yeah, maybe I don't want to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm at my doctor's <sighs> office and and I don't want to talk about it. I just got to mm. get through this appointment because I'm scared mm. of the results. You know, whatever. Mm. Um, but you just made me realize something, which is, so I have a new phone that I got um, months ago. And somehow I messed up the alerts, where mm -hmm. when I get a text message, uh, sometimes even a phone call, not always a phone call, but when I get a text message, I don't get an alert. But when mm -hmm. I send a text message, I get an alert that it was delivered. Oh. And I don't have the patience to sit and poke around and find out how <laughs> yeah. I did that. So mm -hmm. what you just made me realize is what a blessing it is that I find the text message when I find it. Mm. So yeah. on your you know, terms, because you want to, not because it's just pinned on, in. Right, on my terms. And then yeah. you had texted me today and I was looking to mm. see, you know, have I missed anything? And there was, mm. oh, I said, oh, here's Amy. Okay, mm. that's fine. Mm. But I just realized that um, maybe this is something I should more appreciate and, and not worry so much as long as I know my schedule is... Yeah. Intact. I don't know. There's something I wanted to add about this High Priestess card. Mm. It's the perfect extension of the card we were just discussing, the Seven of Wands and the defensiveness and the conflict and, and not recognizing the balance that's already there. Mm. With the High Priestess, first of all, she reminds me of Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. okay. It's got kind of like Magdalene energy for me. Okay. But there's also Moon energy. Uh, mm. very well represented here, which is the emotions. Mm. And so it's it's like a larger glimpse into the stillness and the balance that we were just talking about with the Seven mm. of Wands. Yeah. You got the moon at her feet. There's this head piece that seems to me to have moon energy. Mm. And, and there's just the balance between the two columns. Yeah. 
she's nonplussed. She's mm. calm and still and not worried. Um, anyway, mm. I, I just wanted to add that that I can feel the connection between the two cards as they yeah. go up the staircase of understanding for us. Yeah, it's beautiful that you point that out. And it's it's almost like in the Seven of Wands, the balance is more in an individual situation. The simplicity is there in whatever situation is currently feeling stressful. Whereas right. here in the High Priestess, because she's a much broader energy that kind of underlies the world in a way, mm -hmm. not just our individual lives or individual situations, that she is representing the, the balance that exists under all of life, the simplicity that exists under all of life, and that we paper over with all this busyness and distraction mm -hmm. and but just like in the previous card, it's always there. It's already there. Everything about life is simple. We we kind of stitch it up in a way to make it look complicated, but nothing about life is complicated. It's all simple. This is true. So getting back to the question, why do we shy away from it? And we have all mm. this beautiful symbology, but it's reversed. Mm. What makes us so uncomfortable about being peaceful? Yeah, so this is where I feel that it's not so much the individual um, kind of impetus, but more the collective energy, which says, don't be too quiet. Don't feel too much. Don't pay too much attention. Be busy, be busy, be busy, be productive. Mm -hmm. Buy things. Come out here, look at this, watch this advert. Yeah. Compare yourself to these people. Are you measuring up? There no, it is right there. The I wanted product. to bring up the comparison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that keeps us on the treadmill mm -hmm. because on some level it frightens us we've evolved to belong to be as to, i was going to say as good as everybody else that's not quite it we've, we've evolved to, to belong and to need to be part of the community to feel safe and when we have these constant messages of comparison coming at us yes. it's like this constant that you're not good enough you're you're not fitting in the group your survival is at risk here because if you don't fit in, you're going to get cast out. You can't survive in your own. You know, it's very kind mm -hmm. of stimulating on some level, quite frightening message. It's fearful. It, it, yeah, it instills it fear. Is. I've been telling yeah. the listeners for years, you know, and, and my students, money isn't the root of all evil. Comparison is. Mm. Comparison is because mm. it's what establishes in your mind inferiority or superiority. Yeah. And what this card I mean, and what this this culture says is be seen, be heard, be accomplished, uh, be busy when you should just mm. be. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not worried about what the Joneses are up to, yeah, there's no need to keep up with them. Yeah, that's right. What's what that's works right. for you? What brings you peace? Is it? Yeah. And I remember when I was when I was younger in my my late teens early 20s and i had started applying for credit cards mm. and i had my own apartment and i had my mm. bills and i really felt established mm. that i had these bills to pay mm. and it took a long time for me to realize that the stress of trying to pay down those credit cards wasn't worth the things i bought mm. So I worked very hard to pay them down and keep them down and and not depend on that because I felt that it was in, in indulging in instant gratification in most mm. cases. It, you know, if there's mm. something you really need, that's what I like to use them for. But in yeah. most cases, it was instant gratification that you pay toward mm. for a long time. Yeah, and that's so the kind you, of thing you do when you're overstimulated. You're mm -hmm. reactive. You're reactive. Mm-hmm. Need it right now. It's got to happen yeah. right now. Like that's a state of the nervous system that yeah. happens when we're overstimulated and when we're stressed. We are mm -hmm. physiologically predisposed towards those quick decisions because we feel uncomfortable and we want an instant relief of that discomfort. And so we go for instant things. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to feel anything because what we're feeling is discomfort. Yes. Give me a quick fix. Give me a quick fix. Give me this. Give me this. Give me this. And what do we get for it? All we get is the seven of wands. We just now are fighting with everything. Yeah. And it's all external. Yeah. If yeah. the conflict is internal, then the solution must be as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the reiterating the invitation of the new moon reading, I want to say that the, the solution is just to say, listen, 
I'm willing for this to be simple. And that's mm. it. Okay. <laughs> that's just it. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if, if we all need to reach for something outside of ourselves, it would be for the advice of a professional or mm, ruling out friends. any medical problems. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Reach, reach out for those things, rule things out, and then start to simplify. Yeah, and allow allow the simplicity to reveal itself. I really want to emphasize this very strongly because it can sometimes become another form of complication trying to trying to make it simple or trying to figure out how it's simple. Whereas we don't necessarily need to kind of, it doesn't need to be a doing thing. It can be an allowing thing. I'm willing for this situation to reveal its simplicity to me. And then we step back and we rest. I'm thinking of a specific demographic of people. Mm. And I'm thinking about uh, those who have children, mm -hmm. those who work full time and have children mm -hmm. and those mm -hmm. who work full time, have children and have all these activities. We mm -hmm. have to get Johnny to soccer. We have to get Susie mm -hmm. to art class. Mm -hmm. This one has to go to, you know, martial arts. Mm -hmm. Oh, Saturday's a bake sale. Some people are so caught up in this. And I understand mm -hmm. I've been in that situation. Mm. And and for me, it was fun because I, I knew it had an expiration date. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't uh, locked into the situation. Mm. But for those people, that's who I want to talk to. Like, you know, because I keep hearing in my mind as you're talking, people saying, but I don't have time. But I don't mm. have time to make it mm -hmm. simple for myself. So mm -hmm. here's what I want to say. Just repeat the mantra. I'm willing to let mm. it be simple. I'm mm. willing to let it be simple and see how shifts come in or what revelations you get or what solutions might appear yeah and, and and as long as you have that willingness i don't think there's anything you need to do to think your way through it beautiful beautiful be willing and the solution will show up the divine will mm. be sure will make sure of that for you yeah. very important point to make i think because i could hear it chiming in my head some mm. people really just don't have time this is why mm. we rely on box dinners you know, mm. quick meals like pizza, mm. and we're not getting the nutrition we need to get because of all these convenience items. Mm. Yeah. So we're, and the more convenient it seems to be for us, the more we pile on the complication. Yeah. Well, yeah. if I can just grab a pizza, that leaves time. Yeah, yeah. To check oh my, my phone. God, I can get some more work in. <laughs> yeah, let me yeah. let me pull out my phone and check email. I do not check email mm. on my phone. Mm. And I'm just old school and I'm, I'm a bit stubborn. I check email mm. on my computer. But, yeah. you know, it seems to me the, the easier society makes it. Like, look, mm. look at this yeah. product. Now but you don't you even order have this to vacuum. And have it in an hour. Oh, um, preach, sister. Oh, my God. Amazon. Yeah, you get it so mm. quickly. And mm. then um, what I contemplate every time I see one is these the, the little robots that vacuum your floor. <laughs> yeah. look everybody now you don't even have to vacuum your own floor yeah which is a huge relief mm. you know on one side but as i mm. look at it here's here's what i think about i i'm i'm in i'm in a strange relationship with these with these uh devices it's round and my walls are not <laughs> And, it's, and it zips around your house. And it does pick up a lot. It does mm. a very good job from what I understand. But it's round. And my walls mm -hmm. are not. Mm -hmm. So when it's square and can get into that corner the way mm -hmm. I think it should, and when mm -hmm. it has an attachment that will take care of my baseboards, that's when I'll spend almost $500 <laughs> on something like that. And not before. Anyway, we need to move on. And our next card is the Three of Wands. Yeah. So this is how we can engage with simplicity. Okay. How can we move towards it, Gaia? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's a very contemplative card, the Three of Wands. This guy is standing up here on the hillside and it's sunset or maybe sunrise, but probably sunset from the colors. And he's looking out over the sea and the ships are coming in and there's a real stillness in the card there's a sort of pause so the card that comes before this is very much a card of decision making and the card that comes after it the four of wands is is a very active kind of card and this is sort of 
essentially in the two of ones, the decision is made. Yes, I am going to follow this impulse or I'm going to follow this desire or this opportunity. That decision is made. And now, rather than diving straight in to the doing, there is a kind of taking stock. Okay, where am I now? What's the lie of the land? What's coming towards me? What's going away from me? How does all of this feel? There is a pause before the decision to take specific action. Hmm. So it's essentially there's a mindfulness and a recognition that effective action is worth taking time over. You can take an immediate action, which may or may not have any benefit, or you can take a pause and really feel what action is really being asked of me here. And then when you feel that you take that action, then that action is always very effective. Hmm. So there's an invitation to shift away from activity is inherently good, which is not true. It feels like it is because we're, we have this conditioning that says, if you're busy, you're a good person. If you're busy, you're worthwhile. But that isn't true. If you're busy, you're just busy. Yeah. Whereas if you are taking considered effective action, you are effective. You create the things that you want to create. You're not just, oh, well, I, I can, you know, I can feel okay about myself because I'm doing a ton of busy work. Everybody looking at me will think, oh, what a busy person. Wow, she's, she's, really, she's really made it. She's real. I look up to her. It's just, it's meaningless. Whereas yeah. the truly effective action comes from a considered place, comes from a calm place, and it comes from a simple place as well. What is the most, you know, the, the 80 20, what's called a rule? It's always kind of perplexed me a little bit because I think, how could this be true? But the idea is like 80% of the result comes from 20% of the effort. I've heard so of the that. Yeah, the remaining 80% accounts for only 20% of the results. So there's a clear message that some action is very effective and creates the things that we want. And then there's a lot of activity that actually doesn't really create very much at all. And so the invitation in this card in order for us to embrace simplicity and the rewards that come with living in a simple way is to pause and feel and take stock and to let go of the idea that activity is inherently good because it isn't effective action is effective action effective action is effective action uh let me just add that you, you could jump on a hamster wheel mm. and you could be yeah, very exactly. busy but how effective yeah. are you exactly exactly spinning your wheels is busy yeah. too yeah and exhausting right. and where exhausting. and where have you gotten yeah i I pulled out my two of wands because I wanted to um, be able okay. to see what you were referencing. Mm. And it's interesting. This guy is facing one direction and mm. the, the gentleman in the three of wands is looking outward. So I'm mm. getting a feeling of this guy. There's a, might be an emphasis on the past where this guy is more in the, I'm sorry. The gentleman in the two of wands seems mm. to be focusing more on the past. The three of wands character seems to be more in the present. And he's holding on to one staff. The other, mm. the other wands are self-sustaining. Mm, interesting, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in the two of wands, it's really about the, I'm just looking for it um, right now in, in my own deck. The emphasis is really on the, oh, I found it. It's on the decision. So here is this guy with these two wands and, we see one of the ones kind of fixed to the wall. Mm -hmm. So that represents what's already been achieved. There's a certain stability. There's a certain kind of uh, familiarity and so on. And then he's got this other one in his, in his left hand and he's holding a globe in his right hand because the world is so full of possibility and fire, fire doesn't want what it's already had. Fire wants something new all the time. And so there's this hmm. moment of decision where on some level, the decision has already been made because otherwise he wouldn't be considering it. He's heard the call to take some kind of action, to make some kind of change, but he's just kind of, 
in that moment of uh, finding his willingness to follow that and considering the uh, the 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 implications hmm. he's just giving himself time to be sure about the decision before he commits to it so that's the process that's uh, represented in the two it's that hmm. sort of like what am i feeling do i really want to follow this am i willing to give up what i already have so yeah. kind of weighing up and then in the three the decision has been made and he has stepped out into the world to kind of follow whatever impulse he was given but the the really significant thing particularly for this reading is that he's not doing anything he hasn't dived straight into the action he's made the decision to act and now he's taking the time to really feel what is where am i now where uh, yeah it is very much in the present and yes the focus is on the future in a sense but in the same way that you build a foundation before you build a house on top of it absolutely there is also a foundation for effective action and that is this it's the pause mm -hmm. and it's feeling where am i now what's happening where, here where are you in the present don't make your decisions yeah. based on the past yeah and connecting connecting yeah. to the body because the body is where the guidance is connecting Absolutely. to the present moment where everything that where, where the the guidance is in the i should say the present moment it's a lot of it comes through the body it does but, but the, the body is the only thing that can be in the present the mind can travel to the past yeah, and the future yeah so staying present within the body keeps you in the present yeah, and where exactly. am i now what am i feeling now what do i need yeah yeah what, what isn't working all the questions i said in the beginning what isn't working what yeah. What do I need to let go of? What, can, what do I yeah. need to be willing to embrace? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So to summarize okay. it, it's really the, the way that we're being invited to embrace simplicity is to feel, to feel things before we do them. Not doing for the sake of doing because it looks good or it assuages our anxiety. Mm-hmm absolutely but go by the feeling the action. rightness yes. yeah that's the name the of the game now it's all about rightness and feeling and yeah. not trying to over intellectualize a situation yeah. and trying to think your way through what do you feel yeah, that's right yeah and feeling takes time this is something we simply cannot get away from the world has been set up to prioritize getting its own fast but yeah. that is not how human beings work it's not how nature works it's not really how anything works. Mm -hmm. Things can't work well on that basis where things have to happen so quickly without time for them to be felt into. And I want to link back to the high priestess here because she represents the stillness that we all feel, we all know, and that is there present and available for all of us. And helps us to feel yes it's okay to rest it's okay to stop and it's not only okay but actually it's vitally important to step back in the way that this figure is doing in the three of wands so that we can see the whole landscape and feel the whole landscape because mm -hmm. when we're right in the thick of the action it's very hard to think in a big picture way we need calm in our bodies and also in our minds to get the perspective we need to yes. find the simplicity, uh -huh. to be available for the simplicity to arise. So there, there is no way to live in, in this fast-paced way and also to live simply. They're just, they're antithetical to each other. They are. They don't support each other. No, they can't coexist. And so if we want to embrace simplicity we have to embrace slowing down and that's i mean we you know that that's a choice that we can all make on a daily basis to either do that or, or not do it but things like switching the phone off mm -hmm. or whatever just you know diarizing a three-hour like break to not do it you know to just read a book or put your feet up you know like really getting quite conscious about creating time because life is busy Life is busy when you have a job and children and commitments. Life is busy. So, you know, we can't all live on a mountaintop, but 
it's just simply the case that if we're constantly busy and we don't give ourselves those breaks, we're not going to have the ability to see the big picture and to, to perceive the simplicity that's always there available to us. We do have yeah. to make time for it. Prioritize your own uh, self-time and yeah, self-care exactly. and, and yeah. you time. Yeah, you know, you can you can have a, a large family and whatnot, but you should be able to say to that family, you know what, I need some me time. Yeah, because we do. Everybody does. Sure. Everybody needs it. Nobody can function optimally without it. And that's just a fact. Absolutely. So what does the moon being the final card? Mm. What does that say to us in terms of the divine having more to say about it? So this card the way it tends to, what it tends to express when it comes up in the readings that I do of late, um, it tends to represent the collective, well, it, do, it does to, to a great extent represent the collective unconscious, but in particular, the very stimulating aspects of the collective unconscious, the type of energy that we feel and engage with when we listen to the news a lot for example mm -hmm. so the news by and large is frightening and very negative and portrays the world as a very unsafe and unstable place and of course in some respects it is and in many respects it is not and for particularly for those of us who are more sensitive but really for anybody being exposed to that kind of energy on a regular basis puts us into a kind of a fight or flight state. It may be subtle. We may not feel overtly kind of anxious, but there will be this underlying sense of the world isn't safe. I'm not safe. Yeah. That person is in pain. That person is having their country blown to bits. Oh my God, what can I we're do doomed. about it? Yeah, we're doomed. Yeah, Dooming all that stuff. Too yeah, much. exactly, exactly. It's, it is too much. And so I think the message here is that it's okay to disconnect like it's of course it's it's fine to be informed and it's beautiful to feel compassion for the world and to want to know what's going on so that we can do things about it and you know choose our political leaders in an informed way and all this kind of stuff like there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of that but we do because there's such a huge availability of media now we oh, do yeah. have to take care of our nervous system so that we don't become overexposed and over um, kind of frazzled by it all so that we don't get onto that kind of treadmill of fear where we, we just, our bodies go into that state of there's a threat. There's a threat that I'm not able to do anything about because that's a very destabilizing kind of state and puts us into that very activated kind of something has to happen right now kind of physiology. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the other thing I would like to say about this card is, I mean, I think it definitely applies on the kind of world stage, but also sometimes other people are going through things that, and it's not advocating cutting anybody off, but sometimes it's important to recognize when somebody else's difficulties or chaos or pain has a destabilizing effect on us that goes beyond kind of uh, the support that we offer. Hmm. And so it's a sort of, you know, of course, offer support if we feel we can and if we'd like to, but to do it in a way that's mindful of our own physical, physiological state so that we don't become depleted and we don't become kind of run down because especially when you're sensitive, being around somebody else's complication can just lead us into that place where things suddenly feel complicated. Now our bodies are kind of like ready for, you know, fight or flight, and it isn't even our situation. Right. So in, in the same way that with things like the news, it's important to maintain some boundaries and, and to kind of think consciously about how much we can, or to observe really how much we can engage without becoming overwhelmed mm. or depleted. Similar in situations in our lives as well, if there's a particular person or a particular environment, perhaps 
I mean, somewhere like a shopping mall or, or some kind of really big, busy public place like that can be very, very stimulating. There's a lot of energy around there. There's a lot oh, of yeah. people. And in a place like that, there's a lot of that kind of grabby energy as well. Oh, people yes. are there for a variety of reasons. And all of us, I think, to some extent, but particularly those of us who are sensitive, we can be really destabilized by that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we get into this just we start to experience life in this complicated way because that's the state our brains have gone into and that you know it's nobody's fault nobody has done anything wrong but it's just an effect that happens to us and makes it harder to perceive the simplicity because we're being bombarded essentially by other people's complication or other people's kind of mm -hmm. and that kind of brings us back to fear of missing out you know, this insatiable yeah. curiosity, yeah. what's yeah. happening, what's happening, what's happening in a part of the world where I don't live yeah. or a part of the country, you know, that I live in, you know, and is it coming closer to me? Mm. Uh, you know, natural disaster. Yeah. Oh, really? How many people died? Yeah. There's this insatiable yeah. curiosity to to look into the television set or on your phone to find out um, what's happening, but we apply it in a way that we create a way for it to affect us, even if it doesn't yeah. affect us. Like yeah. you said, it's not your situation, and yet we're engaging in it. We're feeling their mm-hmm. sadness, their pain, mm-hmm. um, wildfires. So many people lost their homes, and yeah. we're engaging in with their pain. And yeah. so it's important to kind of swing us back around to that's why we promote here on the show the self-care and techniques Mm. that allow you to achieve balance. For instance, keeping it simple, if you go to a mall or a busy shopping center, maybe afterwards, if you have the time, stop by a park. Mm. Yeah. I mean, unless you have, you know, ice cream in the car. (laughs) If you can can do that, counterbalance that, go from one environment to the total opposite, kind of get some zen, reestablish a calm, and then continue. Um, we teach a technique here that when you're out and about in the world, you are picking up other people's energy, people, yeah. other drivers in cars, uh, the energy of, of the other drivers, whatever they're going through. It mm. might be imperceptible on a lot of levels, but the human energy field is very porous and it yeah. absorbs energy. Mm. So you have the drivers, you haven't even gotten anywhere yet. And you go to where you're going, and it could be a medical facility, and and there's people there who are in varying levels Mm. of distress or discomfort or physical pain. But no matter where you go, you're picking up energy. So it's important to know techniques that allow you to disconnect from everything that touched your energy field or got into Mm -hmm. your energy field. Mm. Disconnect. You don't need to process other people's pain. Mm. It's okay to let them have their sadness or their pain or their frustration with their situation it's okay to let them process it that's their Mm. path your your role is a little more clearly defined you're there for support but not Mm. to join in to Mm. the point of self-sacrifice yeah exactly midday end of day doesn't matter when you got to clear the energy out of your field disconnect from everybody you've interacted with or been around and get back to processing just your energy go to the simplicity Go to the mm. ease, go to the peace. Yeah. That's, you have to really want to plug into that. But once you feel it, you know how to get there. And mm. the more you do it, the more familiar you are with that feeling. What feels good to me? Peace feels good to me. Yeah. Not feeling the pressure of having to be somewhere at a certain time or a, a, a deadline, you know, to mm-hmm. get something done. You know, all of these pressures. So, so knowing the destination will help you get there easier. But the more frequently you do that, the longer mm. you'll wish to stay. Mm. Like yeah. that park. This feels good. Mm-hmm. I like it here. Yeah. And I can be here without my mask in the, mm. in the era of COVID. Where can mm. you go without your mask? Nature. It was designed mm. this way. Yeah. The whole pandemic was designed this way. It, it became... So that being indoors was dangerous, but being in nature was the safer <laughs> yeah. option. Yeah, it's a good point. Well, it's a big eye-opener. 
This is this is where we're we're steering you, beloved children. Mm-hmm. Connect more with nature, the natural rhythms, because the mm-hmm. man-made rhythms don't work for your body. They do not your work. Physiology, your central yeah. nervous system. Yeah. And you're constantly in fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. And we're all. I I think we're all overcooked by. A lot yeah. of this. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. No, yeah. it's it's overabsorption when we don't always if we know a way to effectively ground ourselves, center ourselves, there are those who make it a lifestyle. But there are those mm. who maybe they're not interested in this stuff. Mm. Maybe they'll happen upon this conversation purely by accident. Wink mm. wink. You know? <laughs> Maybe they'll just happen across this, and, and then maybe you can come up with something that's simple for you, something that you enjoy, but you don't have to do what we're doing, not to this level. But go to the park several times a week and let that be your decompression, your release mm, valve. Yeah. That Plug yeah. into that. Unplug from the external commotion. Yeah. Too much and commotion. I, I want to make another plug for this idea of like being willing and not adding like, right. How am I now going to make things simple for myself? Let me get, let me get my pen and paper out and make it, you know, like, of course, I mean, your suggestion is beautiful, beautiful. Go to the park. Yes. Um, But even to, Sometimes it can feel like another thing on the to-do list. Yes. What, whatever our mind comes up with as the thing that we're going to do to take care of ourselves can end up being, oh, now I have to do this as well. I also have, you know, whatever it, whatever it is that we come I up with. I don't feel and... like pouring salt into a bathtub. It's too much yeah, effort. Yeah, exactly. If it doesn't, you know, if it's kind of coming from the mind, it's not necessarily in the same way that there's effective action and ineffective action. There's also effective ideas and ineffective ideas and, so, yeah, I really want to put in another plug for this idea that we say, I'm willing, I'm willing to be shown. And so that it doesn't become another task, but actually it's, it's giving the task away and, mm-hmm. and saying, I'm willing to allow this to become simple. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And just to say that it's funny, the mind, how you can be so busy in your life but when something comes into your life that you really want it's miraculous how you manage to make time for it mm, yeah there is responsibility but there's also perception yeah and in terms of and this will be my final word on it in terms of what we were just saying about let's put it under the umbrella of self-care takes time and effort Mm. I know the feeling of, but I, I don't want to take another salt bath, Mm. but I know that when I do, I'm going to feel better. Mm. And so I had to learn to rise above my emotions. Mm. Okay. You, you don't want to, you're tired. I get it. You're, you're upset, whatever, but you know what? Do it anyway. Mm. And what you employ in those times is a form of resistance and i will refer everybody to mother mary's transmission in a segment on light resistance or resistance to guidance right and where she says and exercise is the best example right because it takes effort and so what Mm -hmm. do you do when you feel that push from shadow as she says shadow resistance saying don't bother, it's raining outside, you're going to get all mm. wet, and then you get there, and then you have to work out, and, mm. and it comes up with all the excuses to justify not going, right? And then she says, use light resistance to resist. Yeah. To resist the pull not to use light resistance to re-engage with the willingness and the, mm. and the desire to do it. Yeah. And you use light resistance. It's mm-hmm. it's a fabulous technique. Yeah, it's a beautiful concept, light resistance. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Shadow mm. resistance stops you from doing something that's good for you and that will make you feel good. Mm. Light yeah. resistance helps you 
gently push that back to do it anyway. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I remember during School of Love, she introduced this and talked about utilizing the pause. Yes. Like a minute or like 20 breaths to say light resistance, please come in and, you know, kind of solidify me, like solidify my connection to this thing that's going to be good for me. Yes. Hmm. I think I'll revisit that. Mm. There's several of her teachings I want to just kind of re-immerse myself in. Oh, they never get old. They never do. They're timeless. Alrighty, my dear. This is wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, everyone. We hope you got a lot out of this. I know I did. And thank you, Amy, so much uh, for your time and effort and your wisdom that you share with us. So again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can contact Amy to book a reading at hello at blazinghearttarot.com. And to interact and receive consistent support, join her Facebook page, Blazing Heart Tarot. I would be honored to help you in a private healing session, so visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to connect with me. You can also join the community by subscribing to the newsletter, which is not a consistent newsletter. It's not a monthly thing because I don't always have something to tell everybody. I kept it simple (laughs) when I have something to say. I send one out. But I will be making uh, a number of announcements very soon, so if you would sign up for the newsletter, you'll receive those. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.